RCR with Paul Brennan, Reality Check Radio. I want to welcome Mark Kennard to our program here at RCR. He reached out to us via our Facebook page, and uh, he told us about a recent interview he did with Dr. Robert Yoho, who is a doctor, I think he's based in Pasadena, California, former, maybe still a cosmetic surgeon, but also a physician. And uh, he was interviewed, Mark was interviewed by the now retired cosmetic surgeon, Robert Yoho, for his podcast audience to talk about exposure and hypersensitivity to metals, and that's metals in vaccines, dental work, medical implants, even food, that triggers, uh, so Mark says, almost all disease to occur. So we're obviously curious about that. We do a lot on health here at Reality Check Radio to empower you. And Mark Kennard joins us. Mark, thanks for coming on the program and thanks for reaching out. Yeah, no, thank you, Paul. I'm, uh, yeah, glad for the opportunity. Okay, before we get to that podcast, um, how come this is an area of interest for you? Obviously, you suffer from what, sensitive or hypersensitivity to metals, am I correct? Uh, well, yes. Um, it's a bit more involved than that, though. Uh, it took me a long time to find out. I uh, started having adverse events to vaccines when I was 14. Right. Uh, that, that oh, how two. old are you now? Uh, I'm 50. Okay, so that's quite some time ago. All right. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Um, but when I went to the doctor uh, at the time, um, I told them it was it was the four-course Hep B vaccines I was having at school, and uh, everyone I was getting, I was getting worse, but um, they, they just said it wasn't possible for a vaccine to cause that. And uh, then over the uh, following 14 years, I had vaccines some years, but not others. Uh, and I was fine the years I didn't have vaccines, but every time I had a vaccine, the same thing would happen. Um, and uh, oh, it was absolutely ter terrible, and it ruined my life. Now, after, um, after about 14 years, it came pretty obvious what was causing it. Um, you couldn't really deny it anymore. So what I did was I, um, I had another vaccine uh, just to do a test to see if it would happen again, and sure enough, it did. And um, so I went to the doctor and told the doctor, told them I've just tested it all with another vaccine, and uh, I got told um, it's not possible, you must have a somatic disorder. Okay, so your own experience is not good <laughs> enough for your yeah. doctor, right? Well, yeah, that's right. And, I mean, this isn't – it didn't just time. happen once. Yeah. It didn't just happen once. It was happening every year I had a vaccine. So, so it's a pattern of responses. Oh, so, yeah. So yeah. so why would that be? Because this is really interesting given what we've just been through and the gaslighting that's going on yes. at the moment. So yes. how how do they get into that mindset where it can never possibly be something when we know in reality you can never say that. Well, the problem is, is it's not their job. It's, it's not a doctor's job to find out what causes. They don't. That's not what they do. Um, they don't do that for anything. It's a doctor's job to treat symptoms with pharmaceutical interventions, and that's it. And if you have a look at uh, all the different medical science that has been included in allopathic healthcare you'll notice that they, they don't include any medical science which can blame uh, another industry. Okay, they don't get into the blame game. They are there to treat symptoms. If you get Parkinson's disease, they're not interested in knowing how you got Parkinson's disease. They're only interested in treating your symptoms so that you can get on with your life. 
right. you'll still have Parkinson's and you'll still continue to get worse. Also, you'll come back too, right? Yeah. Oh. Now, you see, the vaccines weren't the only problem that I've had. Um, I also got chronic fatigue syndrome uh, in my early 30s. And luckily, I had a, a very good doctor who, while he didn't put it in the records, he did tell me, look, he said, it's your amalgam fillings. Uh, uh, sorry, really? not the amalgam fillings. Not the amalgam, sorry. He said that it's the, it's the mercury in the tuna. He wasn't allowed to tell me in that. In the tuna food, in, in the yes. fish. Yes, I had been. Oh, I, was, I was working as a bricklayer, and uh, I started eating uh, two to three tins of tuna per day. Now, at the time, I I didn't know mercury was an issue or anything like that. But it turns out that the human body can only cope with the amount of mercury in one tin of tuna per week. It takes seven days. Right. To, to, okay. To, yeah, that's right. You having you were hitting smashing two a day. Yeah, two to three a day, yeah. So I just, all I had to do was stop eating tuna and uh, chronic fatigue syndrome was gone in a couple of weeks. So just, I've heard of chronic fatigue. I, I've, yeah. I mean, I've had a few um, illnesses myself before and it's, you know, it's it's drained my energy. But um, explain yep. what chronic fatigue is like. Well, it's, it's just exactly like it sounds, basically. You just have absolutely no energy. Um, you just can barely get out of bed. You can barely lift your head. Um, it's, it's so just you're terrible. tired when you wake up. You're tired all of the time, right? Gotcha. All of the time, and you have no energy. Um, it, it just it just wipes you out. Um, I mean, it's not a real diagnosis, and uh, it's just the allopathic's version. It's what their name for it is. Right. Um, but if you talk to the correct people, uh, scientists and medical researchers, they've got another name for it altogether. Uh, but it wasn't just the tuna. A couple of years after that, I had to get a, uh, a spinal implant uh, right. in my back, a couple of rods, four screws. Now, I told my surgeon at the time, I said, look, I've had problems with metals in the past. Uh, are there any issues with this titanium implant? And he told me, he said uh, his exact words were, we are told to tell patients uh, that it's 100% biocompatible. Who, who tells them? Well, they're... Um, Where well, does it I've, stop? Well, exactly. And now I've found out that it's not the uh, Prime Minister's chief science advisor that tells them that. This That's time. not... It's yeah. not policy at all. Uh, it can't, he told me that it comes from the, uh, the surgeon's, uh, like, the education body. Right. Um, the the Royal College or whatever like that. It's it's the uh, the body that oversees the. Why, why would they? Why would they be saying we are told to say because that already sounds yeah. like they know something different, <laughs> and you would be putting people off if you told more than that. Exactly, but and, that, that, and that would crimp their earning. I'm always yeah. going back to the money. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's it's just crazy. It's it's all the rules and regulations. It's all based on liability. That, that's the issue. Oh, I guess um, yeah. Surgeons, doctors, they are not allowed to go and start, um, you know, fights between patients and and other industries like the pharmaceutical industry or the dental industry or any industry. They're not allowed to provide evidence for you to sue someone. Um, but we think they are there for that. And that's just because of all the, uh, the messaging we get. Um, from uh, government. Presumably there is a benefit from those rods. Obviously there is a benefit to be well, had. 
Well, um, that's that, that's another thing. That's it's the only option they give you, right. um, and it's the only option they give you because they are trained in allopathic medicine, and that's allopathic medicine's um, solution. So you took these things, and with your sensitivity, yes. what happened? Well, the thing is, is it's when you say my sensitivity, what you've got to understand is we become hypersensitive to metals from exposure to Okay, them. so you didn't start off that way. It sort of was a progressive no. thing with those vaccines on up. Yeah, we become hypersensitive from right. exposure. And uh, like that's why I didn't have bad reactions to vaccines when I was a child. The, the first one was when I was 14. Right. Um, and that's also when I got a latex allergy as well. Because latex a latex allergies, allergy. How did that happen? Yeah, well, when they, um, with vaccines, they have to draw it up out of the bottle. And so they have to poke the needle through the latex. Um, ah, right. Yeah. Okay. So a, a little bit of it, latex, can get uh, get uh, stuck in the needle and then they inject it into your body. Oh, so the latex goes into your body. Like it into can, a, yeah. Into yeah, well, it's not blood supposed vessel to. or something like that. Well, People yeah, do have allergic reactions to latex gloves, don't they? There is a yes. That's yes. Known. Yeah. Yes, that's right. And uh, but I also remember the first time uh, I had a reaction to latex, and it was the first time I'd been exposed to it, so it was impossible. You, you can't you can't have an allergy to latex if you haven't been exposed to it before. And because right. of the age, age I was, I'd never used um, uh, latex gloves or anything like Too that. Young what, for latex. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, and that's for how I found out actually, Paul. Um, yeah, uh, yeah, if you know okay. what I mean. Yeah, um, I do. Yeah. yeah. Now the thing is, is that implant I got um, in 2005, I did start reacting to it a few days afterwards. Um, uh, titanium causes uh, like malfunctions with the autonomic functions of the body. Um, so any automatic functions of the body can be affected. And I got really, really sick. So that's any process that you're unaware of, like, um, you know, yeah. energy in cells and uh, uh, transporting oh, stuff around the blood system, that sort of thing. Um, yeah, bowel frequency uh, oh, right. can, speed, yeah. can speed up. Um, even your eyesight, uh, swallowing, um, any automatic things that happen without you making them happen, basically. Right. Uh, breathing. There's, there's all sorts of things. Um, now, the problem as well we found out was that, well, actually, I'll tell you how I found out it was the metals. Because when I started getting sent to specialists to see what the problem was, none of them would investigate whether anything to do with my surgery had caused it. And Because um, that's an they, obvious thing, right? That's one of the big things that's happened, invasive things to your body that yes. should be on the list of well, it should curious be, items. It, it should be, but it's not a doctor's job to find cause. But I can't believe they're that <laughs> detached because even normal human curiosity would, would propel you to yeah. asking at least a, a question or two. It's it's not that they're detached. It's because of liability. It's the okay. rule. That's, that's simply – it is simply not a doctor's job to look for cause. Okay, Their but they job- don't say to you, okay – um, thanks for coming in. Uh, let's uh, let's let's look and see what's going on here, Mark. But uh, first up, I have to tell you, I have liability issues, so I can't really tell you anything well, about causes. I mean, do they ever declare that? No, it would be nice if they did. Well, that's because, honest. That's the honest yes. thing, right? And it would make their job a lot better too. 
um, because they absolutely hate it when people come in with an adverse event because they're not allowed to, um, their job isn't to investigate cause. They just don't do that. They don't even have tests to investigate cause. Is that why we've seen the extreme gaslighting of vaccine-injured people from the the yes. well, vaccine, the gene serum that they thought was a vaccine that they were taking and yes. are basically being being gaslighted to the point where they're being made out to be sort of mentally ill, actually. Yeah, yes, that's right. And what I did this time, because I also had another bad reaction to another uh, implant recently, um, what I did this time was I recorded all my appointments so that if anyone wanted to see what it's like, they oh, can wow. just listen to them. <laughs> okay, they didn't know you were recording, obviously. Uh, no, <laughs> they do now. Okay, so did you, you would have avoided then that, most recent uh, vaccine? Uh, huh? Well, I did. Yeah, of course. Yeah, I haven't had a vaccine since I was about 30, uh, 2002. So you're yeah. not going near them for this reason? I, I can't. I can't. I, I know what happens. I've done test vaccines to see if it does cause Did you the, the seek same an issues. exemption? Uh, I couldn't. The doctor refused. They they just don't. So even though with your history, they could never yeah. ever, because that, that would be admitting there, there, there's a downside. Yeah, that's right. And it's the, the doctors are too scared. They're too scared to apply to it because in case they get the medical council coming back saying, well, you can't have bad reactions to vaccines. Why are you asking for a, um, you know, for an exemption for this person? It is all smoke and mirrors. That is so corrupt. It, it is. Now, I was very lucky because of the kind of person I am. Um, I, in 2005, after the first few specialists were very obviously ignoring the cause and refusing to investigate it, I, I started looking around the world. And uh, there wasn't much on the internet back in 2005, but um, I found that a, there was a Professor Vera Stayscale who had seems to have done most of the research on uh, titanium allergy. So I contacted her. Uh, I then stayed in touch with her for the next uh, two and a half years. Um, uh, she was learning off me. I was learning off her. Um, and uh, if it wasn't for her, I wouldn't have made it. They wouldn't have removed the implant in the end. Oh, so the, it's, I was going to ask you that, actually. So it was removed. Mm. How it you was now? removed. Well, that first implant, they removed it in 2008. And um, when I went into the surgery to remove it, I didn't look like I do now. I, I looked like a different person. I, I looked like I was about to drop dead. Um, <laughs> we look reasonably uh, healthy. I'm looking at uh, a picture mm, of you at the moment. You're, you're looking... Kind of yeah. Normal to me. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it is kind of normal now. Yeah. Um, thank God. Uh, yeah. But um, when I woke up from that surgery in 2008 to, re to remove the implant, I, I looked back to normal as soon as I woke up. Gosh, that quick. Yeah. Yeah. And the surgeon, the surgeon told uh, ACC, oh, yes, he's obviously he has had a bad reaction to the titanium. And Professor Vera Stayskal overseas, who invented the blood test, to uh, test for things like titanium allergy and uh, chromium allergy and all the rest. Um, you know, I had her on my side. Uh, I was sent to an immunologist in New Zealand. They told ACC that I need to be tested uh, for type 4 allergy, that I've developed a type 4 allergy to the titanium. But um, the thing is, ACC doesn't cover adverse events. No, because it's not a work accident or... or well, they say right? they cover, they say that, I mean, if you, if you look, remember back a few years ago, Jacinda Arden, she says, look, um, we're going to tell everyone in the Cook Islands that they'll be covered for ACC 
by ACC if they get the vaccine. Um, I don't know if you remember. I, I remembered it just because it's my area. Not, not <laughs> of, of, but I take your word for it. So carry on. Yeah, yeah. They, they say, you know, well, um, Cook Islanders, they'll be eligible for ACC if they have any adverse events to the vaccine. Well, that, that is all smoke and mirrors. That was a lie. ACC do not cover bad reactions Oh, so to that's vaccines. not true. That wasn't no, true. No. The only thing that ACC cover for um, vaccines is uh, redness and swelling at the injection site. Right. If you, have, if you are getting <laughs> vaccinated and you have an anaphylactic shock, ACC will not cover it. Well, that's why well, um, those uh, that footage of, uh, of our leaders being vaccinated, I don't think that's true because they wouldn't have risked an adverse event on network TV. There's just no way. Mm, yeah, anyway, that's right. Saying. Okay, yes. so that's interesting. So you've called her out on that, probably one of many. Portions. Yeah. Oh, okay, so, so how did you persuade surgeons who have sort of uh, are all in on putting as many things in people's bodies as possible to remove something? Is that because you were um, able to prove basically that this was – um, causing uh, with the with the first implant um, in two thousand and five, I, I had to get clever. Okay, there was no way I'd, I'd be able to go overseas and get the test. Um, so, but I got help from other specialists. I was uh, sent to an infectious diseases guy by ACC. Told him everything, and he said to me, "Look, I think there's some funny business going on here." And he ordered me a full body scan and a red blood cell scan. Now, he said, hopefully that'll show something. And hopefully it will give you a reason to demand they remove the implant. He said it won't prove you're allergic, but it might give you a reason to demand removal. And that's what happened. Um, I got those tests. It showed increased tracer activity around the screws. And that was enough for me to oh, sorry, demand. Sorry, what, what, what is that activity? Describe what uh, you mean sorry. By that. Uh, yeah, the scans showed increased tracer activity around the screws. And what now, does that mean? Well, it, it doesn't really mean anything, but it just means something is up. Something is as it shouldn't be. And right. it perhaps it is the cause for Mark's issues. Right. Um, so all it was was just, just a way to demand removal of the implant. Uh, and, and that's why it was removed. If I hadn't got that, those scans, they wouldn't have removed it, and I wouldn't be here today. You said the first implant. Yes. Was there another I had, one? Yes, I had. So after 2008, uh, oh, 2008, that implant also had a galvanic reaction with my amalgam fillings. Sorry, a what, a what reaction? A galvanic reaction. Oh, like galvanised, uh, is that yeah, oh, yeah, well, yeah, a galvanic reaction is what happens inside a battery to create power. Ah, gotcha. Um, if, if you've got two different metals in your body, um, they'll create a battery, and they all link up, uh, and uh, they initiate an ion exchange, basically. Okay, so you get and, a current flowing between the two, right? Yeah, and yeah. then that makes the uh, one of the metals degrade faster, and in this instance, it was my amalgam fillings, uh, they degraded faster, released more mercury into me. Uh, so that because they'd been degraded, I had to get them removed too, which was great. Uh, but, uh, I mean, I did manage to get back to work. Um, and to, uh, it took 10 years after all wow. this okay. uh, yeah. because there was issues in the removal. Fragments of metal were left in me, which they're still denying are there, even though I've got radiologist reports and x-rays. 
Um, so even though my symptoms improved, I still had a little bit of metal left in me, which was just causing some small issues. Because it's all dependent on how much is in you as well. Right. Um, but I managed to get through it, got back to work, became a real estate agent and did that for a few years. Um, but then I, <laughs> I fractured a vertebrae in 2018 and uh, it wouldn't heal. Uh, so I was sent to a surgeon, told him about my history. He tried to get a metal-free implant, but he couldn't. Why not? Um, because there aren't any out there. Oh, so they haven't um, been invented or they're just not accessible in New Zealand? Uh, they, well, it depends what it's for. It haven't really been invented yet. Like okay. you, can get, you can get ceramic implants, um, but they still have uh, parts of them which are metal, and ceramics, uh, they have aluminium in them anyway. Okay. Um, yep. And yep. S- some people can react to them too. Um, so what the surgeon, the new surgeon, a different surgeon, what he said to me was, look, we'll try this implant here. If it causes problems, I, I promise I'll remove it. No questions asked. And I was happy with that. Okay. Is, is that um, in you at the moment? Uh, no, that's it had to be removed 10 months later. The reaction okay. was so severe. Um, yeah, the, it wasn't just the implant I reacted to this time during the 2019 surgery, when they put that new implant in me, uh, they also, they had a wee problem. They were drilling a a hole in one of my vertebrae and, uh, they hit a blood vessel inside the vertebrae and it started gushing out with blood. Oh gosh. Um, now the, um, yeah, what they did for that was uh, they grabbed some PMMA bone cement and used that to plug the blood leak. Bone uh, cement. Yeah, bone cement. Now, exactly as yeah. it sounds, is it? Yeah, it's well. uh, basically plexiglass. Okay, that, right. Yeah, that's basically what it is. Um, now, the problem is, is it's got an ingredient in it called aluminosilicate, and uh, I'm allergic to aluminum. And oh, aluminum. You can't win here. You can't yeah. win. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I was having an anaphylactic shock every time I ate food. Um, right. I had I had all the titanium symptoms as well. Uh, 10 months later in 2020, um, the surgeon applied to remove it um, as soon as possible for urgent removal. And, and uh, it was taken out, was it? Was it removed? Yeah. 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 And now so you're he, sort of feeling a bit better now. Uh, it still took a long time because uh, after they removed the implant, they got rid of my titanium symptoms pretty quickly, but I still had the symptoms from the bone cement. Um, all the hair on the McCarth muscles fell out. Uh, the, oh, there was all sorts. I could give you a list. It's just incredible. Neurological uh, neurotoxicity. It changed my personality. It uh, changed the way I reacted. Oh, and what, and what way did it change your personality? Um, it, uh, well, basically... Uh, Metals are the cause of mental illness. Mental illness is not mental illness. That's just what the allopathic system call it. If you go and speak to uh, scientists that um, uh, that study our biological responses to metals, they will call it something different. They'll call it neurotoxicity, and that's what it is. But the allopathic system, they it only includes... They don't include anything which could um, blame another industry. That that's pretty much all there is to it. Yeah. Allopathic medicine only deals with things that they can blame us for. They're not right. allowed to blame someone else for the patient's health. 
Right. And, right. and that's what it's all down to. Um, so neurotoxicity, yeah, I mean, I was euphoric. Uh, I'd be euphoric the whole time. But if someone, um, like, was nasty to me pur- purposely, oh, I could snap. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. But the th- that's the other thing. You know, if people out there, if they have a bad reaction to a medication or a medical device or anything and it, it affects their mind like that, they never investigate because Whether it was the medication they were on. Because there seems to be a huge increase in, well, I don't know if it's a, yes. too much of a general category, mental illness. It's also uh, yes. been a huge increase in autism as well. Yes. Massive, yes. like you wouldn't believe. Oh, Do you think definitely. how much of this then, let's sort of knock on the door of this, how much of this then is down to what you do you suspect is down to what you are talking about? Oh, autism is caused by, um, nowadays, autism is caused by aluminium. We live in the age of aluminium. We've from had vaccines? The age. Um, yes, from vaccines. Vaccines is the main cause. You can also be exposed in the womb. Um, like, uh, years so that ago, explains uh, um, babies being born with autism. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, like it's, years uh, ago, the, the, the really bad autism, that was caused by uh, the thimerosal and vaccines. You know how there's two different kinds of autism? Um, no, I don't, uh, actually. I, I'm, oh. I'm, yeah, but <laughs> right. You can explain that if you want. Yeah. Years ago, when um, kids got autism, it was different to the autism they get now. Um, not much different, but it, it was slightly different. Yeah. And um, that uh, was caused by the thimerosal in vaccines. Um, thimerosal was mercury. Okay. Uh but then they took thimerosal out of vaccines. They replaced it with uh, aluminium, and now aluminium causes them uh, causes autism. Um, and there is no doubt. I had autism symptoms for the first time in my life in 2020. I had sensory symptoms of autism. It was just it was crazy because of the aluminosilicate and the bone cement. Um, wow, that's um, yeah. Okay, that because ex- you know people are trying to explain why this has happened. Yes, and when and, I was and young, in such an explosive way, what in the last 20, 30 years, max? Yeah, yeah well, and, in the eight, yeah, yeah. No, sorry, and, in the and 80s. it seems to track yeah. the you know the rollout of more and more vaccines, oh, they'd say. Yes, and and this is the thing you see, back in um, back when I was 30, and I proved to the doctors that it was definitely the vaccines by having another vaccine. Um, uh, that's when I found out about the corruption. Uh, and I found out that uh, they don't do cause. And so from then on, uh, see, I'm, I'm, a, I'm known as a pretty clever fella um, around the world. And um, from then on, I decided I was going to forget everything I'd ever heard from a doctor. I was going to avoid anything a doctor told me, anything, any messaging from pharmaceutical companies. And I was just going to observe things, observe my own health, observe other people and just see what happenings, happens. Now, the interesting thing is if you do that, Everything's really obvious. Everything. I kind of know where you're coming from on that. I've had similar thoughts my, myself. And I've been through the mill a bit too. So yeah, yeah, yeah. it's absolutely crazy. Um, of course, autism causes. Uh, of course, vaccines cause autism. Of course, they cause mental illness. Um, uh, of course, they do. Because no one's explained reason. it, have they? No, no. But that's what it is. The messaging we get is different than what 
actually happens. And it's different the, to what doctors do. We are made to believe that um, it's a doctor's job to find out what the cause of our illnesses are. But it's not. They're not allowed to do that. They're not allowed. Their only job is to give us um, pharmaceutical interventions to treat our symptoms. Like, if you get high blood pressure, the doctor doesn't figure out why you've got high blood pressure. They'll just put you on a pill to stop your high blood pressure. I know. I've been there. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's the same with everything. They do not investigate cause. And people really need to get their head around this if they want to have good health. Because if they want good health... Going to the doctor is not the place to go. Going to the doctor is only the place to go if you want relief for some symptoms. Right. But if yeah. you want to cure, then they're, they're just the wrong people to see. They're not allowed to do that. It's a, <laughs> they're just not allowed. You have to go. But they don't um, declare it. This is the no. thing. They well, make they can't. Out, the industry makes yeah. out that that's what they're there for. The that's family right. doctor is, you know, a well-trusted person in yeah. a family's lifetime let's say and but there's no upfront disclaimer no there that would inform people about re the reality as per what mm. you're saying from what you're saying of the situation yeah exactly and that's because it would put the uh because we've all got this idea that doctors are there to cure our illnesses if doctors stood up and started saying it they'd get in trouble with the medical council for bringing um disrepute on the industry and I mean, uh, that'll be why NZDSOS doctors haven't been standing up and saying all this because they'll get punished. Well, to be fair, do. some of them ha have been and oh, may have, have been punished. Yeah, well, yeah. there's been a few. Yeah. I mean, that's exactly. another story, but the, I know personally that there has been a few. Okay, what was the reaction then to your appearing on this podcast? I, I take it right. Dr. Robert Yoho's podcast is a well-watched program, is it? Um, yes, uh, he has a lot of subscribers. Um, he contacted me. Um, yep. Yeah, I, uh, I'm, I've become known overseas, not in New Zealand, but I've become known overseas um, for my knowledge and expertise in biological responses to metals. And I've had many people contact me from overseas asking for my help and guidance, and I've put them on to uh, the right people to get the right testing done and all that kind of thing. Um, now, someone that uh, Robert knows um, brought his attention to me and yep. uh, said, yeah, said, look, maybe you need to give this guy a call. So uh, Robert contacted me and he said, look, he says, I've recently um, been diagnosed with early onset Parkinson's disease. Oh, so he and, had an issue that he was trying to yeah. get okay. he's got He's got a couple of shoulder implants and he's got a mouthful of amalgam fillings. Um, and he wanted to pick my brain um, because he had heard that I was the person to talk to. Uh, so I spent about a month, uh, probably about a month, uh, just coaching him through it. I couldn't just tell him, um, tell him what I know and expect him to believe it, especially with his medical training. I, I had to get him to, uh, I had to coach him to discover it himself. Um, I, as well as uh, talking to him, I put him on to other experts that have helped me. Um, and you know about it, and he's now interviewed them as well. Uh, and, uh, yeah, it was all so that he could get a plan together to uh, to mitigate his symptoms or to, or to cure his symptoms of Parkinson's disease. So do you think part because more and more people are getting Parkinson's disease, do you think there's a... Oh, it's definitely uh, metals. Uh, it's, um, yeah, yeah. Uh, mercury and aluminium. 
Uh, mercury and aluminium are new neurotoxins, right? So being neurotoxins, we'd be pretty silly to believe anyone that told us that they're safe, right? Well, if they're neurotoxins, it sounds like something yeah. you get from a snake bite. But we but we do believe that. We have been told that by the allopathic yeah. medical system. It's well, that's because people untrue. don't think that, that harm would be done to them. On exactly. Purpose. Exactly. Um, the problem is allopathic medicine, they will never – never um, uh, bring our biological responses to metals into the allopathic system because it doesn't fit into the allopathic system. And what I mean by it doesn't fit in is because it provides evidence of blame. Right. Okay. No, because if our doctors started telling uh, all their patients that their amalgam fillings were the cause of their chronic pain, I mean, there'd be there'd be patients trying to sue dentists, dentists trying to sue the doctors who told them. It would just create a mess. Well, what what about all these <clears throat> doctors that have recommended jabs recently, who must know now that there are increasing numbers of people injured from that? They're going to have to. They're going to have to admit that at some point. They're going to have to. How's yes. that going to go down? Do you think? Uh, well, I, I do know how that's going to go down because um, I've uh, I have confronted doctors on this kind of thing in the past, and I've even got recordings of me doing it. Um, they they hold a lot of guilt. Yeah. Um, they really do hold a lot of guilt um, for how many young lives they've ruined. Uh, with the processes that they are required to follow. Oh, so they um, know that it's... A, not all of them know. When they first become doctors, they have no idea about any of yeah, this. Yeah, but they find out um, as they go on, right? Yeah, as they get more and more patients, become more and more experienced, they they start to realise, and it's a big reason why a lot of doctors end up leaving the profession. The only thing is, though, is with a big student loan, they can't yeah. leave. Um, so they usually leave once the student loan's paid off and the house is paid off and they leave. Um, well, that's, what, well, it's, that's not honourable because no. uh, you're doing damage. But that's I can right. see how, how that could could happen. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so there must be then, from your knowledge and what you've been through, you must sense a one hell of a ticking time bomb right now. Oh, <laughs> yeah, definitely. On, on every front. Yeah, every front. Um, I mean, the thing is, is there'll be lots and lots of people out there with bad health conditions that the doctor is helping, giving them pharmaceuticals to treat the symptoms. But a lot of them, it'll be caused by their dental work, not just amalgam fillings, uh, composite fillings, um, root canals, root canals are just shocking. I've had a few. Oh, mate, if if you have no chronic health problems or anything like that, then you are very lucky um, not having chronic health problems with a root canal. Uh, I mean, if, you, if you've uh, had high blood pressure, that's probably the, probably the cause of it. I mean, uh, Robert Yoho, he's got some upcoming posts about root canals. Um, you know, people who have died of, of heart attacks and all, all of that, they've found oral bacteria. In their in their heart, and it's it's from the uh, root canal. It sends bacteria through your body. Um, there is no sterility in dental work because it's in your mouth, and uh, they they do cause big. You're big freaking me out. Problem. Uh, 
<laughs> Look, I tell you what, um, any metals, the problem is, is because allopathics, the allopathic system has ignored the role of metals in our health, it means they are, have also been unaware of the risk because they just don't want to look into it. Yeah. So uh, eventually it, it gets to a point where suddenly the population is just going to get chronic health problems and no one will know why. Um, and it, but I can tell you why. It's because of the metals. You know, uh, we, we see um, every now and again, we might um, see on the TV or a newspaper how someone has managed to cure their disease. They didn't do it going to the doctors. You know, they've found their own way to cure the disease because doctors don't cure disease. Yeah. Um, that's, what it, that's what people need to understand. You cannot put your health in the hands of doctors because their job isn't healthcare. Their job is medicine. That's, wow. That's what okay. it is. Okay. Well, I think you've given us a hell of a lot to think about. Yeah. And it's been really interesting hearing your story. And thanks for reaching out to us, Mark Kennard. Um, no, no problem. And uh, and this came out of your appearance on the Surviving Healthcare. I can see where they get that title from. Uh, yeah, well, Robert is a he became a whistleblower. Um, right. Once he saw what was happening with COVID, all the lies that uh, the public were being told. Um, I mean, he, he he's even written books on it and everything. And uh, I really would encourage people to watch his posts, especially the last couple and the next couple. Because most people's health problems are caused by their biological responses to metals. And if they have an MTHFR gene mutation in their family, then they will have uh, quicker and worse reactions to metals. And that uh, mental illness is metals. It's just that uh, because the allopathic system aren't allowed to blame anyone for someone else's problems, that's why they call it mental illness. That's why they blame because they can blame the patient. Well, until you get to the bottom of it, you're never going to deal with it, right? This, uh, that, that's right. And uh, like at the start of this, well, in February, I started removing my white composite fillings. Yeah. Because because they also have aluminosilicate in them. So I thought, well, if I remove those fillings, it might mitigate some of the um, some of the problems being caused by the bone cement, and it did. It yeah. uh, cured my heart, my cardiac issues, my. Um, uh, I went, my cardiac, my pulse rate, resting pulse rate went down from uh, 95 at rest back to 60 at rest. Yep. My blood pressure went down, uh, went back to 120 over 80. Yeah. Uh, the changes in my personality disappeared. Um, and wow, the, uh, the anaphylaxis is, it looks like it's gone. <laughs> okay. Well, I can understand why you're laughing. You probably dodged quite yeah. a big uh, series of bullets oh. there. In the yeah. end, anyway. Uh, yeah, one of my doctors did. Uh, he, he rang me in 2020 and said, "Look, if you don't get, do something shortly, you're not going to make it." Well, um, okay. I was yeah. that sick. Yeah. yeah. All right, Mark Kennard, thank you for coming on RCR and telling us uh, your story. And I'm sure that will be of interest to people. And uh, do you, if, if people want to reach out, do you? Uh, um, yeah. If they want to contact you. Is that like message you on the Facebook or? or yeah. How, just how would you do that? Yeah, contact me on Messenger is yep. the easiest way. Um, you can also find my phone number on my Facebook account. Um, I have people that contact me from all around the world. Um, yep. I have done for, for for years now, and I've helped a lot of people. I've, uh, I've got a great reputation for that. Okay. Um, so if anyone does want to contact me, look, just feel free. 
Um, I will reply back. If not immediately, it, uh, I will reply back and I'll, I'll let you know what you have to do. I can do an assessment. I can do whatever you want, basically. Okay, and it's Mark yep. and your the spelling of your surname is K-E-N-N-A-R-D. Yes, All right, Mark, right. thanks for coming on to RCR. Fascinating. Appreciate Thank that. you, Paul. Okay, bye-bye. RCR with Paul Brennan, Reality Check Radio.